0: Welcome to episode number 112 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. I am your host, Cole Ross, and I am joined via Skype today by Dennis Furia
1: and Ben Merkel.
0: Thank you so much for joining me, you guys. Uh, You may notice that I sound just a little bit different today. Um, I have a new microphone, new audio interface, all of that. Goodness, yeah. So, uh, what are we going to talk? Sound a little
1: bit more awesome.
0: A little bit more awesome. You know, some of that's the voice, some of it's the the equipment. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah. So, what do we have in store for today? We you know we have a lot. So, let's you know, kind of, kind of make it just a little bit quick. We're going to. <clears throat> Start out with a quick hit, which is one big quick hit. We're going to discuss a bit of a a bit of the timeline uh, regarding the PlayStation Network outage. Uh, Then we're going to segue right from that into our discussion question, which is actually about the PlayStation um, outage and how it affects um, our ability to trust game companies with our personal information. Then from there, we're going to go into the little game segment, which is, uh, who are you this time? I've already got my identity that Dennis has sent to me going to, you know, continue the hilarity there. And, uh, we're going to round everything out with a discussion about what we've been playing. But, uh, uh, I think that's about it. The, the, the table of contents there, the headline. for the quick hits although uh this one isn't going to be so much quick hits as quick hit um as you know the uh, well, hopefully you know if you've been paying attention to video games or if you have one of the you know two to two slash three major systems that are available uh you know that the playstation network is down uh ps3 users for about a week and a half now have been unable to uh use the online service of their console of choice and uh that has uh, ramifications for us, so what we're going to do, and our approach to this is going to be um, a timeline. So what I've done is I've gone and looked at uh, different news stories and put it together from the first day that the that, that you know that the service went down to today. We're recording, you know, right now it's nine forty on a Tuesday evening. This is um, May the third, so we're going to go up until then. This is a, you know this is all we know uh right now and uh the first day it's going to be wednesday april the 20th and that was when um sony pulled all of its services uh relating to the psn and nobody quite knew what was happening except you know there was a bit of a suspect a little bit of a little bit of a uh, suspicion that it had something to do with a hacking uh, attack
1: yeah Um, one hacker who knew exactly what ah. was happening (laughs) um
0: so 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 uh, dennis tell me what happened on saturday
1: I feel like I have to read this in like a movie announcer voice. Saturday, <laughs> April, April, April. Wow. <laughs> April. Saturday, April twenty third. Sony makes a statement saying that the service halt is related to an external intrusion into their systems. Offers no further details, but says that efforts to restore service involve physically rebuilding the network.
0: Hmm. So no, no there's there's no indication that uh the data was lost or anything, but an intrusion. So the, the the information starts to come out. Ben, Tuesday.
2: Tuesday, April 26th. After six days of outage, Sony finally issues a statement explaining that personal data may have been compromised and offers no definite explanation to what data was lost. This hmm. was about the time when they – well, maybe this wasn't the time when they emailed people. I forget when – did you guys get an email?
1: I got an email. Okay. Yeah. That That, that was about – I don't know what date it was, though.
0: That was about when it happened, and it was remarkable how vague they were. They said that, you know, the, the information that was leaked was names, addresses, uh, birthdays, and security uh, question and answers, which was a problem. Also, on that day, on Tuesday, we had Connecticut Senator Richard Blumenthal. Um, he issued a statement, um, you yeah, making an official government uh, business there demanding answers for why Sony didn't notify customers of the data breach immediately said so when a data breach occurs it's essential that customers be immediately notified about whether and to what extent their personal information has been compromised uh those three days make a difference uh or in this case six days um you know the damage very well for a lot of people could have been done if if sensitive information did get into people's hands and uh you know even 24 hours is enough time to change your you know to to to, to deactivate a credit credit card uh what else happened on the 27th uh dennis
1: So on the 27th, um, head of communications for Sony's European branch put out a blog post explaining the delay in notifying customers. He says that although the breach was discovered between April 17th and 19th, the company didn't assume that data was stolen and waited for forensic analysis to determine the scope of the damages. That's like finding out that your prison wall has been breached and conducting a thorough forensic analysis before notifying people that prisoners may be loose
0: the prudent thing to do would probably be to assume the worst yeah there 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 are plenty of places where being an optimist is uh warranted and in fact preferable um (laughs) (laughs) this this might not be the this might not be the time to be a pollyanna i'm not sure then after that
2: (laughs) Well, after a week of outage, developers begin to comment, uh, Q games say that P- PSN being out definitely affects their bottom line. An anonymous game developer expects a five to ten percent drop in sales due to customers' reluctance to use their credit cards on the PSN. I would say I wouldn't be surprised if it were much more than five ten percent.
0: Well, I mean, related to that, and people being reluctant to put their information out there, um, people are angry, and they wanted some kind of um, restitution, reparation. I'm, I'm not really sure which which R word would would work best there. But uh, they
1: wanted it, Sony to
0: pay. In any case, a federal class action lawsuit was filed against Sony, accusing the company of failing to take reasonable measures to protect the, its data, its customers' data, and uh, taking too long to notify customers of the breach speech the plaintiffs can seek compensation for material damages relating to the time and cost of performing credit checks start you know changing accounts etc i couldn't find any um, further um, details on how that panned out for them so far but um you know that kind of stuff tends to be more of a uh, publicity kind of thing more of a you know publicity and customer relations damage than it is um there it is any kind of you know uh, financial burden on the company but we'll get to you know what sony's going to be doing yeah a little bit a little bit later
1: i just want to i just want to make sure that this hits home because i think it is easy to dismiss and say like oh people are just trying to stick it to sony um but for example i'm looking at buying a house right now <laughs> and my credit score is absolutely invaluable in getting approved for the correct amount i mean if 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 something happened and some hacker were to tank my credit score before i can get a loan that seriously screws up my life here so <laughs> beyond just you know just losing money there are, there are huge things at stake
0: and that you know, that that's man your identity it's 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 scary it's a brave new world um mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Dennis, what happened on the 28th?
1: So, I well, let's see. On the 28th, I'm, I'm going to tell you one more thing that happened on the 27th, though.
0: Oh, right. Sorry about uh, that. Which
1: is that Sony, Sony, Sony issues a statement on its blog that some functionality will be restored within a week, and the whole system should be up within a month because that's what PSN users actually care about is when they can get their game games back and, and not, you know, what's up with their credit card data. um But they say that the PSN update, um, rebuilding the system, will accompany the return of services. And they say that the entire credit card table was encrypted and that there's no evidence that the credit card data was taken. Sony's encryption code was broken earlier this year, however. So uh, still standing on shaky ground.
0: Just a bit. Uh, ben, the 28th.
1: Uh, MMM MMM
2: MMM MMMs. MMMs. M&Ms everywhere. <laughs> now, MMO, Publisher, Sony Online Entertainment states that their servers and data are safe.
0: Hmm, suspect. Well, on April twenty ninth, uh, this is the Friday of the week after the uh, um, the you know the, the crash, the service was pulled. So we're looking at about ten days now, uh, nine days rather. Uh, Sony issues a blog post stating that they are currently evaluating ways to show appreciation for their customers' extraordinary patience as they work to get the services back online. Um, And also on that day, uh, the government gets involved more. This isn't just senators being irate with Sony. This is uh, the Computer Emergency Readiness Team, which is a part of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, announces that they are working with law enforcement to investigate the situation with Sony. In addition to this, The FBI confirms that it is that it's aware of the intrusion and is working with Sony and reviewing the available information about the situation. So this is serious business, um, at least as far as the government Mm -hmm. is concerned. And uh, Dennis Sunday.
1: Sunday, May 1st, most importantly, Osama gets taken down, (laughs) but coming in a close second Sony holds a press conference in Japan headed by Kaz Hirai, And he says that the hackers got into the network through an application server and reiterates that some services will be up by the end of this week and the rest will be back in a month. Um, he also says that they are going to institute a welcome back program, including 30 days of free PlayStation Plus services and downloads of an as-yet-unidentified um content. Uh, So a game, maybe movies, something uh, for free. And then 30 days of free curiosity content.
0: I had no idea what curiosity was before this uh, whole disaster. Do you think that this whole thing was staged as still don't know. I I think it's like shitty iTunes.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) No, I've seen it on my my PS3's uh, cross-media bar, but just it's never it's never really caught my attention right so um so you know there's there's two things that people care about uh playstation mm-hmm. plus and a free download and then you know 30 days of something that no one cares about <laughs>
0: no one but knows I, what I, it it's, is. It's, it's
1: it's something right
0: um what else did he say kind of, kind of about the nature of the attack
1: yeah so after after propping that up as a buffer he says <laughs> we can't really rule out the possibility that all 10 million credit card numbers were lost Uh, and is considering helping with the costs of opening new credit card accounts. So Um. I I think this is awesome on Sony's part in that they came out and they offered something substantial as a we're sorry, hey, welcome back type of program, Um, which is honestly you'd be surprised how many times companies don't do that right. Right. But you, you can't do that out of one corner of your mouth and then say that your credit card still might be lost out of the other
0: mm mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, we'll probably give you what uh you know fifteen dollars worth of content um remember that when uh god it makes me it makes me like such a fanboy um in late two thousand six when the xbox Live service went down for i believe forty eight hours they gave out a uh they gave out a like five dollar game i believe it was undertow at the time like a little like a little shoot 'em up mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and that was for a couple of days of lost service. So if we're gonna scale this up, and as you've mentioned, the you know, the the potential for this to ruin somebody's life, that should be considered at the very least. And it's funny that you say that we got, you know, we, we got Osama, we got up we you know we got up in his guts uh back uh on, on, on Sunday, which means that <laughs> just like Duke Nukem Forever coming out. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> we killed Osama bin Laden before Duke Nukem Forever launched, and we got Osama before the PSN came back up.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'll tell you what the night of the night of in a related point, the night of I was reading Twitter and it was crazy because every single tweet was about, about Osama. Yeah. Um and it was just it was just going nuts on there. I I read somewhere that it reached Twitter reached 4,000 tweets a second that <sighs> night. So, holy crap. First of <laughs> all, um but the second of all, I saw a tweet um by a game journalist saying, "Oh my god, the government used PSN to get Osama's location and that they had somehow hacked PSN as a way to get information on someone. And that led them to Osama. And for like half a second, I was like, Oh my God. And
2: then I realized Osama Bin Laden loves the PS3.
0: <laughs> Dear
1: then, I, then I realized probability of that actually being true and was very disheartened. Yeah. Well, no. I, that would have been a, I think an acceptable
0: conclusion to this whole affair <laughs> had it been true. We did it. We done done it. Video game saved it, the it would It made
1: me feel like a, a small. I, I was a small part of taking him down. I couldn't play Call of Duty for six days, <laughs> and Osama got <laughs> captured because of that. You're welcome, America.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you know, it didn't, it didn't stop everybody from making that same joke too. You know, I mean, just do do, do an open book search for Osama bin Laden and PlayStation. It's uh, it's magical. (laughs) And finally, Ben, tell me what happened uh, yesterday on May the 2nd.
2: Uh, Sony Online Entertainment halts all of its services Monday morning, including its MMOs, browser games and Facebook games.
0: Hmm. And then after that.
2: Monday afternoon, Sony Online Entertainment states that its servers were hacked concurrently with the PSN servers. Back between April seventeenth and April nineteenth, all of the same data was lost for twenty-four point six million accounts. In addition to this, twelve thousand seven hundred accounts in Australia, Germany, Netherlands, and Spain had their credit and banking info compromised. Sony Online Sony online entertainment offers an extra month of free services and an extra day of service for every day that the servers are down
0: <laughs> a free month. So most of those, most of those games are $15 uh, per month. Yeah. I've uh, request to in DC universe online. Yeah. You know, like those people who lost their credit card information, they don't matter. Cause it's, it's year Europe. They're only half people, but um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, the, 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 the notion I don't know we have to remember and this and this is me saying like when they say twenty four point six million accounts um that isn't just you know like that, that that's not each an individual person consider on the playstation network they said something they they, they quoted like a staggering number of accounts but all those aren't people that have things associated with them that's multiple mm-hmm. things per system and the stuff that really matters is people who have um, entered billing information um that is where most of the uh, of, of the sensitive stuff that leaked uh was you know security questions which you know if somebody knows like the what high school you went to and what your mom's maiden name was they have a way to get every password you've ever put out um yep. And this has staggering ramifications on, you you know, our ability to trust these companies. So, you you know, instead of dwelling on 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 each individual event there, let's let's go and let's see what some of the what's what some of the listeners have said. And I should have had some foresight and opened this up ahead of time. But um, I'm still. And so I'm going to pull this up now while I talk and talk and talk. Here we go. We have, um, well, I asked the listeners in a a discussion question, you know, has the recent PSN crisis affected how much you trust game companies with your information? Now, um, Nicole on Facebook said, it makes me trust Sony less. About as much as i trust our president and while we're not a political show um <laughs> judging by how strongly some people feel about these things uh and w- what would make her, her her say that probably not an awful lot so that that is more of a slam against uh um sony than it is against uh, uh mr obama but um maybe she
1: still has really really high trust in in them. <laughs> still <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I think so we it's... need some context to to interpret that. <laughs>
0: right. That doesn't that doesn't <laughs> Uh, it doesn't add up but yeah so that's that, that that's one really strong opinion you know i don't have i don't have too much skin in the game so i'll i'll do mine and then you guys can give your your um your, your your opinions as 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 we go forward i mean i'm a little bit worried that something could happen to microsoft and i have you know a credit card number on there and my entire thing but the but the, but the thing is microsoft is a software company that has kind of a good history of putting together like on you know rich Uh, Web services, uh, you you know, for good or for ill with how entrenched things like, you know, exchange is. Um, But you don't really see that happening an awful lot unless somebody at a company fucks up and gets their exchange information out there. Um, So uh, it's 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 still frightening. And, you know, as somebody who for a while use the same password for everything um i i now kind of make a little game out of making stuff as secure as possible it's more interesting from a sociological <sighs> standpoint uh to, to to me anyway um so let's go to another listener here we have john on facebook who says not so much the level of trust i have for sony but rather my level my level of satisfaction with the you know with the online service um so divorcing the the product itself the you know the system playstation has lots of good games etc but the you know the psn network as a whole um this recent ordeal has made xbox look much more appealing yep <laughs> That's,
1: i i wonder what the number of switchers are going to be coming out of this
0: anecdotally i mean there are at least a couple <laughs> yeah because i i mean th- think about how many people use their p their ps3s as call of duty boxes you know And if they can't play the only thing in Call of Duty that's really worth them holding on to it for as long as they have, you know, can you blame them for getting rid of it if they if they can't trust that their main diversion is going to be there on a day to day basis? I don't know. Maybe that's flaming. I'm not sure. What do you guys think?
2: The one thing I'll say is I'm really happy that the credit card information I have on there is from two credit cards ago Ooh. and a different bank.
0: <laughs> um h- how has this affected um let's 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 go with you Ben. How has this affected you?
2: I've never I've never really thought of Sony as really caring about their customers or anything <laughs> before this. So, you know, this isn't a real big surprise to me or anything. But um the one thing that's been disappointing is like twice in the last week, I'll be like, oh, yeah, let's go play some Call of Duty tonight. And then we'll go plug it in and then we'll like get a play. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> forgot.
1: Oh, brutal. <sighs> they
2: got hacked. So so that's sad. That's sad. I'll tell you what's really, rough.
0: I'll tell you what's really, you know, heartbreaking. I planned on playing, uh, playing Portal, Portal 2 co-op with you. I know. that's and, another, And I can't really, I can't, I can't do that. And I haven't been able to do that. I mean I had the opportunity on Friday, uh, when you invited me over, but I had to be a I had to be a, a party pooper and go to sleep for work. Um yeah. <laughs> so I don't know.
2: I had I had to play the co op with people sitting next to them. It was horrible. Oh,
0: man. You can smell them and everything. It's it's not yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I play my games in a Howard Hughes chamber. Um <laughs>
2: you have jars of urine <laughs> yes <the> I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've,
0: i have jars of urine the toilet's overflowing and i'm walking around in kleenex boxes you know and so do shoes <laughs> so, so so let's get our final listener response before we go on to you dennis here uh mr i'm gonna buy a house and all that um this Although is- I, I,
1: I have i have a response from david on this question oh cool Should you be interested
0: Sweet. Yeah, well, uh, we'll do that after I do the, the Facebook one here. So this is Dan on Facebook. Uh, he says, as a self-proclaimed Sony fanboy, not quite as much as um, one of his co-workers, though, um, I'd say that I'm seriously worried by all online services for a couple of reasons and that was part of the question all online services so so he he outlines a couple of different things i'm going to present them because they're good points number one people saying that paying for xbox Live or any other premium service are diluting themselves it could have it could happen to anybody sony is a big tech company not only that but government sites banks and other places have had similar issues in the past number two there's no simple solution encryption safeguards some information but again even that isn't a guarantee and finally number 3 this successful hack adds proverbial fuel to the fire odds are we'll see something like this happen to another major network soon steam xbox live facebook etc i don't know about facebook <laughs> i'm just i'm wondering how much mm. uh, how much this has other companies checking their locks cool. so, so so dennis tell me what david said
1: so i i asked david this question and he just gives me this look and goes people trust online services with their information <laughs> <laughs> and he he was very <laughs> he was very perplexed the idea with the idea that you would trust anyone right. so uh i guess it kind of kind of cool what you said you kind of make a little metagame out of being as secure as possible i i it seems that this is the way of life for for David as well
0: yeah
1: and uh so he he was he was uh i guess not surprised that something went wrong and and has prepared himself for that eventuality.
0: Well, it's just it's one of those things where there has to be some kind of compromise between, you know, walking around with word happy as your password and, you know, keeping all of your records <laughs> in uh, you know, in and in, in a banker's box that you hide underneath your bed in your, you know, cabin in rural Montana. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tr- 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 trust might, might not be the proper verb for that. So how about you? I mean, D- D- Dennis, you you said that the stakes the stakes are pretty high for you
1: um yeah Yeah. and as someone um closer to the happy end than the montana end uh i'm i'm pretty put out by this i think i when i first found out excuse me when i first found out about it i i really wanted to believe that sony had you know is doing what they can and when i heard about the uh the Welcome back program. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but then having them come out and say, "Oh yeah, our our SOE servers got hacked too was just a nail in the coffin for me, like I am incredibly disappointed and I'm checking checking my uh, my bank services, you know, probably once a day, if not more, to keep an eye on them. Uh, and you know, I, I am going through and changing passwords and all this stuff because I legitimately feel compromised. Um, I don't, I don't use the exact same password for everything, but I do use kind of a variant on one password. Right. Um, and I, it, it's kind of one of those things where I haven't, I haven't had to enter my password to sign into PSN for so long. You know, I kind of put it in there and autocomplete, and so it signs in automatically every time. I can't remember what variant of that. That is, Mm -hmm. and obviously I can't sign back in to find out (laughs) because everything is down. So I'm just kind of sitting and wondering. Oh yeah, I wonder which set of passwords is is compromised right now. Do I do I think I would switch? No. Um, I guess I'm enough of a Sony fanboy for that to be the case. Maybe it's a bad thing, or or maybe I just know what I like and and you know I I'm not gonna change all of you know my gaming habits just because of a, a compromise like this but you know sony owes me is the perspective now and i think the the status of the brand is as something that i i really enjoyed and looked up to uh has been completely demolished and i'm kind of uh keeping my eye on them you know my my enthusiasm has definitely been curbed
0: <laughs> like larry david i don't know um <laughs> yeah um that's funny um but- that is funny, but uh, can, 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 can is I? Is that funny? I don't, I don't know. Um, can, can I do like a Jerry Springer style um, fi, fi, final thought? You know, PSA, please. something, something about you know, please, di- please. distilling all this down to its most essential nature. You, you know, if and they don't know, like they, they, this just shows that the you know that no company. Of of you know even moderate competence no, kind of knows what happens in the event of this. There's a there's a very strong possibility that an individual's credit card number hasn't been compromised, and if that is the case. You know if if this does come out to be the you know, the 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 lesser of evils. You know this you know if they if they if they know where your billing address is. You, you know that's not relevant unless that's singled out. So if it doesn't affect a person personally. Um and even one is way too much. This doesn't have to be a negative thing, and that has kind of taught everybody a little bit about security and a little bit about hey, maybe I should <laughs> keep a look at my credits you know score and all of that so it's it's yeah. a reminder to everybody to be a little bit vigilant, i suppose yeah, and that 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 yeah. would be the way to positively use this uh crisis because you know what you know China and the in the in the chinaman <laughs> language they've got a you know they, they, they've got one word for crisis and opportunity. I think I think it was a Futurama joke. The it's the uh, you know it's 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 Christa <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, that's that's my that's my that's that's my thought on it.
1: I I hope that's the case. I don't
0: think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Oh, well, when did I become the one who is idealistic? Oh well.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs>
2: he doesn't have any skin
1: in the game, and all of a sudden he's an optimist. Second season, maybe.
0: The second season. <laughs>
1: all right, now for the portion of our show that we call I Want to Play a Game. Um. Uh, this is this is really a a freeform portion of the show in that in that the the game that we play has been changed over time. However, what remains constant is that it's just a it's just a time to uh, have a little more fun, you know, and uh, and mess around a little more, exercise our creativity a bit, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, just maybe garner some laughs. So, um, the the format you might have seen on improv show basically, um, both. Cole and Ben have characters assigned to them that they will be interviewed as. And so the, the first co-host will interview the second, um, the second being in character. And after asking a couple of questions, after kind of delving in uh, and, and, and poking and prodding a little bit, um, the first co-host will attempt to guess, guess excuse me, who the second is playing. And uh, simple as that. So um, feel free to, to play along, and, and certainly feel free to enjoy the hilarity. So let's see, who, who, uh, who wants to go first as the character? Anyone got a preference?
0: I'll go, because, uh, because Ben went first last time.
1: Okay, sure. We'll, we'll, we'll do an every other kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, Cole will be in character, and Ben will be the interviewer. So Ben, start asking questions. Try to guess who Cole is, if you can. Okay, audience, just me and you. The other two cannot hear us. Cole's character will be the master chief walking in on his surprise birthday party.
2: Hey Cole, how's it going?
0: What 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 are you all doing here? What are you, what are you doing? It oh Oh, you didn't you didn't have to do this. You, <laughs> you you really didn't have to do this. How's it going? I'm I'm really kind of kind of kind of flattered, you know no nobody really nobody here no, knows when i was born well was not so much born i don't know is, it your,
2: is it your birthday
0: yeah yeah well you should you should know cuz you're you know here i mean everybody oh, is is that german chocolate cake oh man you, do, <laughs> you you know did did my girlfriend tell you this oh, man, how would she even know she, oh, okay
2: uh, oh, so it's your birthday today what yeah what have you done for your
0: birthday oh well that that, that that's up to you i mean I, I i mean i just i just got back from a Whew, a mission it's really not a good idea to surprise me it really really <laughs> it really isn't uh throwing all the confetti like that that it just it makes me kind of nervous You're actually it's that you're actually really lucky i didn't throw a grenade and then elbow you in the face uh, that's oh, that's my wow. that's my that's my usual so 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 my girlfriend my girlfriend didn't tell you this because she's uh no. she's been out of my out of my head for 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 a little for a little bit um uh, Wow.
2: Out of your head.
0: Well, it's kinda it's kinda tricky because she's not an actual like person person kind of thing. She okay. she's a uh, um <laughs> she's she's a computer lady. Um
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay
0: and so i don't know lady.
2: like she works with computers or
0: something no no she's uh she's a program she's 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 a, i believe artificial intelligence although uh-huh. don't call it artificial because she'll get all upset like saying what makes your intelligence so real and it's the whole okay so um yeah wow that's uh that's that, that's great i mean i'm out here saving saving earth and the galaxy and all that kind of stuff and those little has, those little bastards it, are you know. Has anyone ever seen your face face before? Mm, that one commander did, maybe. I don't know. Maybe the people who augmented my body um, <laughs> cybernetically, possibly <laughs> as well. Okay,
1: okay, <laughs> then you gotta have a theory by now. What do you got?
2: Are we uh, throwing Master Chief a surprise birthday party?
1: Exactly. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Oh, <laughs> Excellent. Very good. Very. That's actually almost word for word, directly.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. It, well done both <laughs> <laughs> my usual response to this kind of stuff is to throw a grenade and elbow you in the face yes. so. yeah. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> okay Whew. all right all right all right
2: you're a much better actor than i will ever be Cole.
0: <laughs> thank you <laughs> so oh
1: all right all right so so the uh the roles now switch
0: i'm the inter- i'm the constant interviewer
1: you were the interviewer, and Ben now edition. becomes the in-character interviewee. Ben, do you feel ready?
0: Um, sure. Ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sounds a, with good. that response in mind, <laughs> <laughs> Cole, ask your questions. Okay, audience, just me and you again. Ben's character will be Solid Snake with a really bad chest cold.
0: Hey, bud, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> oh wow that's a that's a a nasty little cough what's happening who are you um i'm cole um who are you no that's not that's not (laughs) um i think the patriots uh, i mean glenn back um um, george washington um i i i I don't i don't know why don't you ask your friend otakon
2: Who's, I don't know Otacon yet.
0: No. You, oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: that's a that's a character break right there. <laughs> okay. All
0: right. So you 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 you're, 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 you're leading in the right direction. Let's, let's get back there. Uh-oh. So so right, I mean right. you you sound, you sound kind of sick. I mean what's the uh, yeah. I mean the Patriots uh-huh. aside, I'll answer that question later. But, all
2: right. I mean I was out in the rain before. I was finding this guy who was in a <laughs> wheelchair. You would think that he would be easy to beat, but oh. anyway. Uh oh, I need some Nyquil.
0: I need some Nyquil. Oh no! Have you? Oh, so you're outside in the rain? You know, it's a myth, right? I mean, it's probably uh, what? uh the, you know, that 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 you catch the cold from the from the rain. It's probably some kind of uh, some kind of jungle sickness.
2: It might be. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> but who are, are the Patriots? You never um, answered me. <laughs>
0: have you ever? Oh,
1: I, I can't
0: I, even I, trust you.
1: Well,
0: I mean. What if I'm a patriot?
1: I I don't think it's it's I, I don't think it's a false statement even within or or outside the context of the interview. I don't know that it's okay to trust Cole at any point in time. Right,
0: right. Well, if 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 we're within if if we're within the rules of the logic, what, what do you mean? Who are the La La Oh, okay. Are you
2: Adam? Or do you Eve? Um,
0: I'm. I think I'm. Well, I'm not Adam because I don't because because I don't go, Rawr! But um. <laughs> we're dropping spoilers all over the place sure, so <laughs> cool, cool. who who is ben well he's obviously big boss or naked snake uh depending oh. on if it's before or after at this point he's 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 still he's still naked Snake and not and not big boss yet um and he has a cold um I he shape. does
1: have a cold yeah. okay
0: See, see, see <laughs> yeah. you see you see you threw me off because uh because him coughing and being all. Ugh metal gear yeah. um that, that that made me think that he was old snake for metal gear solid four so good uh, that, was, okay. that was a nice little bit of misdirection there
2: it was not intentional at all <laughs> <laughs> i found out that i cannot do an impression of solid snake or no it was it was supposed to be solid snake but i did big boss so <laughs> <laughs>
0: the the uh the 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 most appropriate way to play that character is whenever somebody asks you a question or says something your response She's... is thing? So I would say a quizno sub. You'd say a quizno sub <laughs> and then that way like it leads to a bunch of exposition and a twenty minute kodak call. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that was fun. It's yeah. Nice. So, well 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 guessed, Cole. Nice. All right.
0: Cool. So
1: well that, that uh that wraps up very successful I feel. Uh who are you? And who's gonna and, and uh, who, who knows what'll happen next week. That's right. the The characters will keep on coming. Good idea, Dennis. And if if you guys have a suggestion, uh, I believe I said this last week. But if you have a suggestion, feel free to direct message me through Twitter, um, at defuria.
0: we get to the big part of the show the what we have been playing segment where we talk about appropriately enough what we have been playing um really i don't think it could be any more simple than that now it's been two weeks since we've gone um i don't know who among us has been busiest i know i've been pretty busy um but uh let's uh let's let's uh let's ask uh who who wants to go first
1: i have one game so one game okay then you can you can take it you can no you can you can go
0: yeah go ahead dennis
1: tell us Okay, um, I, I guess I do have uh, another game that I played at Ben's house, but I'll let Ben cover that. I'll let both of you cover that game. Um, the one game that I've been playing at uh, at Ben's recommendation, I've been playing Dead Rising two uh, on PS three, and obviously not playing anything online, but <laughs> tremendously enjoying the single player. Right. <laughs> so, um, Ben, you 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 beat the game? Is that correct? Not yet, no. Okay. So um, I, don't, I don't know where we're at, respectively. Then um, I also my, my roommate has been playing it pretty voraciously, um, and I've gotten to see a lot of the stuff ahead ahead um, through him. So I think I
2: have like a day left or a day and a half left.
1: Okay, okay. So you're probably right around the same point I am. It's just it's just fun to kill zombies, man.
0: <laughs> it's just fun. You wouldn't think of that for you know I mean so, so few games have zombies as enemies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: But um <laughs> I ha- I have to say that the the weapons are really the star of this game. Um you kind of have to yeah. go through and create uh weapons on the fly. Pretty much every object in the game can be grabbed and used to kill zombies in some form. Um but then you can combine objects to to make really powerful combo weapons um that are often as as entertaining <laughs> um as the actual killing. So for example, Ben, I know you talked about the drill bucket when you talked about this game. Yeah, that was literally a giggle eliciting weapon <laughs> for me. <laughs> You're a sadist. I just I just popped it on someone's head and watched it go off, and I, I literally giggled. It was a uh, it was a very joyous moment. Um, it's a
2: very it's a very visceral experience the first time you do it. <laughs>
1: it's like
2: oh,
0: because, because I, you just put together a torture device and are and are putting the put, quite, quite literally putting the screws to the enemy.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly it and um so that's that's a ton of fun um what are some of the other good weapons um have you made the the rocket launcher
2: um yeah where it's uh is it is it what are what is it though it's a it roman candle and a roman like- candle
1: and um and uh lead pipes and it forms like a minigun with fire yeah buttons. yeah so much fun it's for the for a game where weapons are designed to be discarded after only a couple uses that one just feels like a real powerhouse of a weapon it comes with i think like 50 shots or something like that and you can just fire them off all rapid fire style
0: yeah
1: um so yeah. it's fun to just go go all rambo on some zombies for a little <laughs> bit
0: so so i mean are so the these weapons are functionally different they're not just reskinnings of like medium length slashing weapon Short, you know, just, just like that. They like, they're, they they Do they functionally way that, you know, change the way that you play and approach the situations?
1: They, they definitely do. Um, each, each weapon, I, although, you know, there's definitely like, Oh, Hey, this is kind of like a bat slash an ax kind of yeah. slashing hitting weapon. But each, each weapon has its own special move once you get the combo card for it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so they're, they're used in different ways and, and they all have different attack speeds. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's definitely different than than uh, just different weapon classes. I think I'm pretty certain that they you know made up individual uh, animations and all that stuff for each weapon. Okay. Um, which is which is really cool to see. Um, but you know, for some weapons, um, don't do that much damage, but you're able to just kind of nick away really fast, which is very useful for during boss fights where you have to mm-hmm. dodge and stuff. Whereas other other weapons have a big wind up, but you know we'll we'll tear through you know every zombie anywhere near you if you can actually get to the hit, so there's kind of a risk reward involved in that, I guess, and that's that's
0: fun can can i can I confess something to you guys but and and, and to the listeners as well, you know making this public and proving it throughout the internet? Uh-huh. Um, I have a little bit of a moral hang up about killing zombies, really. Yeah, I think I, I think that I do, um, because, I mean, I, I think I think about it this way. Yes, they are unholy abominations against the natural order of things. You know, when something dies, you know, and unless they're Lord and Savior, they should probably stay dead. <laughs> um, and, you know, OK, so they come back and they're not really doing anything wrong aside from, you know, they put you into a survival situation. But it's kind of like animals. Right. Like I, I just mm-hmm. you know even if a dog was you know well okay not not a dog cuz that's a lovable thing if a tiger was killing, you know like running after me or whatever like you know, just I I, I don't know just doing what comes natural to it I mean you know, just mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd rather kill a nazi cuz then I could think yes they are actually evil
1: <laughs> see but what comes natural to a zombie what comes natural to a zombie is being dead Oh, so so by definition, they're out of their natural state, and you're you're just helping them get back to their natural state.
0: I, I, you know what? I normally am not swayed by uh, little little tricks of semantics, but Dennis, you done done it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) We uh,
1: Ben and anyone who's played the game, we just saved him from joining Cure.
0: Uh, Okay, yeah, all right. So, so that is that a plot point? Because
1: that's uh, that's like it's introduced in the first three minutes. It's like the zombie rights activism group.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. well it's kind of like um it's kind of like at the end of Shawn of the dead the movie's like yeah. seven years old so we can so we can <laughs> spoil that right but just <laughs> like they discover that the zombies are really good for like manual labor yeah <laughs> and actually they have uh what's his name the 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 fat friend they have you know he keeps them locked up in he, the shed and he plays video games with them all day <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> which is a good commentary on video game playing in general um <laughs> <Dad>. <laughs> oh man so it sounds so, like you're having a good're uh, you're, you're, you're having a good time.
1: Yeah, yeah. The one thing I will say is um, that you're you're very conscious that you're playing a game when you when you play Dead Rising 2. It's it's not immersive at all, especially during the boss fights. It's very much recognize the pattern and then manipulate your set of pixels to be in the right position to hurt the other set of pixels. Mm-hmm. Um and some of the boss fights, unless you view it that way, you know, if you view it as this immersive experience and you're trying to fight this guy like you would think you could fight them in real life, you're going to die every single time. You kind of have to figure out the trick and then run around in circles and swoop in and back back out and all this stuff. Um, that feels very unnatural. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in in a world where most games go for that gritty immersive uh, tact, it's it's very interesting to see Dead Rising be like, yeah. <laughs> You're, you know, playing a video game and you're essentially slinging around a mannequin is, and running him to other mannequins. <laughs> is it,
0: uh, is, it, is that a function of it just not taking itself seriously at all?
1: I think so, although that's debate. I mean, Ben, how seriously would you say Dead Rising takes itself? Because there's some really funny moments, but then there are some really dark moments.
2: <laughs> yeah, it kind of wavers. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah.
1: So it, it's, it, it takes some getting used to. It's not necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I know secondhand that the, the final boss fight is is just way too frustrating because of this. So I think part of it is the mechanics of the game is centered around taking out massive crowds of enemies. Yeah. And, and it works pretty well in that system. So whenever you put force it into a one-on-one context, it feels very unnatural. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the last fight, the difficulty is just ratcheted up so hard that you're really fighting the game to, mm-hmm. to win the game. Um, but... Uh, otherwise it's not too bad you just got to get used to it well that's dead rising
0: too yeah yeah i always like hearing when somebody likes a game especially i mean that that is one that has gotten you know flack from people i think in the in the professional reviewing space and i you know Mm -hmm. almost always will trust your guys' opinion over 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 that in general so Aww. (laughs) 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 neat then
1: have you have you um has your opinion of it changed as, as time has gone by?
2: Um, I haven't really played it in a couple of weeks. Uh, so my opinion is still the same as it was when I first played it, I guess. Yeah. I haven't really Fair played it since then. enough. I need okay. to go back yeah. and beat it, I guess, but I, I need to be doing other things. You,
1: yeah. <laughs> what, what other more interesting things do you have to do than play? Um,
2: Graduate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was I was thinking uh, you know a game that starts with P and rhymes with Schmortle.
0: Oh. Smort <laughs> Lou, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I guess that's,
0: I I want to uh, hear your thoughts on that, uh, Ben. Before before I kind of offer mine. I mean, you know, can, can we can we tag team this? B.
2: Yeah, yeah. For uh, for P two. Yeah. Okay. We uh, just so you know, Dennis made it.
1: To how far did you make it, Dennis? For your guys' convenience, don't worry about spoilers.
0: Well, I mean, I think that no, and, no, you no. Know, not even so much for our <laughs> convenience, you know, and not even so much for, to avoid offending you as spoilers, but I think that there is still a great number of people out there who, you know, in, pl- intend to play it. I'd feel uncomfortable talking about uh, plot points. Um, Just yet, outside of like a spoiler, you know, spoiler episode um, or section where 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 it's you know clearly marked. So let's let you know let's let's take a couple of things as 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 red. Yes, there are new mechanics, you know, such as the gels, uh, etc. So let's Mm let's take that as red, Um, and then let's also take it as red that uh, Glados comes back and that your relationship with her is a little bit more complicated this time. Uh, I think that those are things that are borne out um, just in the general coverage. Uh, that we've seen so far. So that's the yeah. um the, the, let's let's use that as our rubric for what is going to be treated see, as a spoiler.
2: See, I would even feel uncomfortable talking about the the second of those things.
0: Oh, well, well yeah, but let's let's take really? you know, like yeah. let's let's assume like the first the, the like the first third because even then, you know, it's it's become very clear that GLaDOS, you know, you you weren't really aware that GLaDOS was 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 a character until, you know, about 2 thirds of the way through Portal 1, right? She was just the voice, you know, might as well have been recorded Right. And in, in this one, you know, she, she she's back. That's not really a spoiler. And, you know, she really, really is holding a grudge against you uh, because you murdered her in her eyes anyway. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we don't even have to talk about, you know, what happens after that first third of the game. Um, and, and, you know, I just I think that um even just saying that yeah i think that leads into the point about the writing which is this is just generally Mm -hmm. the funniest game i've ever played and i'm like even factoring in like day of the tentacle yeah (laughs) you know yeah seconded um so 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 ben you've 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 finished it right
2: yes i got it on saturday i beat it twice by sunday (laughs) twice (laughs) really Once, once with commentary once without yeah
0: I've been intending to do the commentary, but they don't let you save with the commentary on.
2: The commentary is kind of sparse, oh. so I mean, oh. it's not a it's not a huge deal. Fr- frankly, yeah, the commentary is probably better on like the other things on the orange box.
0: Yeah, so, that yeah. that's such a that's that is such a good feature, and I wish that more companies would would uh, have enough faith in their in their design process to talk about it.
2: That's the thing is, I feel like if there was commentary on other games, it would be like it would be a little bit sadder. (laughs) (laughs) Like Mortal Kombat commentary. Oh, we really wanted him to rip out the spine in this game because it's so cool. You know, he's like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: I I just see him being like in in some other games. So yeah, this area was supposed to be a centerpiece, but we ran out of budget and Bob got fired. So we just half-assed it.
0: Oh Man. man. I mean, a man can dream like, right? Because you know, like, I can only think of two other games that did the commentary. Uh, the first one being the Chronicles of Riddick uh, game that came out on the Xbox. And I assume the Dark Athena uh, remake had it as well. Um, but I'm also thinking um, Amnesia. Um, and although the audio quality on that was not that great. Yeah, listen. Listen to me talk. Um, <laughs> um there were some really good. Uh, so there there some really good insight into, uh, kind of the way that game was structured and and just kind of like how, you know, they they, they were kind of railroaded into certain narrative uh, changes because they couldn't afford to uh, to re-record dialogue after they changed the plot huh. halfway through. So they had to let the stuff that was already recorded inform what they could do with the rest of it um and 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 I don't know it may just be me because I'm interested in production in general, but hearing the company be self effacing about how they failed um even is really interesting and i and i am I'm, I'm almost interested to to play portal two of the commentary on to hear them talk about the fact that really it is three games welded together <laughs> I think, that's I think a bad it's thing,
1: cool that you but- yeah, I think it is cool that you talk about the point of you know admitting that you failed and talking about how you failed. I feel like for me that would make me all the more excited to play their next outing you know' <laughs> yeah. Cause like, oh, you guys feel like you screwed up, okay? Well, show me your good game
0: <laughs> so 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 tell me, Ben, you said you beat it twice within within one day. so I mean, how did you how did you feel that the difficulty curve treated you?
2: um, I feel like I was able to figure out most of the puzzles pretty quickly. i I don't. The longest I spent on a puzzle was maybe ten or fifteen minutes.
0: I found that the that the areas in between the puzzle chambers themselves, uh, the, the, those tended to be a little bit more um, difficult for me to solve. I probably spent more time in between the chambers um, than than actually in them.
2: Like trying to get to the next chamber, like yes. those sorts of things. Okay, yeah, okay. Be,
0: be, because <laughs> I mean, the, the the aperture science facility in this it's such a it's such a bigger, more fleshed out um thing than it was in the first game it becomes very apparent very early on that you really only explored a very small corner of it um in in the first game and i I would even you know the comparison that i drew about halfway through regarding how cohesive the entire environment was was that you know this is kind of like this generation's version of the eco castle
2: i could see that yeah um it's definitely a much more worn down environment. Like in the first portal, it is very sterile and very uh, clean, I guess. Yeah. But um, I guess this is supposed to take place like uh, over a hundred years after the first mm, game, couple, couple something hundred. like that. Wow! Yeah. Really.
0: yeah i don't i don't want to i don't want to spoil um you know too many of glados's lines because you know i think that obviously they're you know her her and wheatley are this are the stars of the show yeah um but uh one thing that she says was you know that old saying about how you know comedy is tragedy plus time you know if you if you you know figure both of those together this is actually pretty funny (laughs) (laughs) so yeah
2: one thing that i was impressed with the game is the music (sighs) did did you notice how um, elements of the puzzle would play into the soundtrack as you were solving, like, a puzzle?
0: Yeah, I love it.
2: And, yeah, so that, that was something that I was most impressed by, is, like, as you're interacting with elements that they have in the puzzles, it'll make these subtle sound effects in the music, and it'll be sensitive to what part of the, like... So like, you'll have a melody playing in the background, and if you interact with a certain element of the puzzle at one time, it'll add one sort of sound element. And if you interact with the same thing at another part of the melody, it'll add a different sound effect. Yeah. So,
0: so, it's, a, so, like so a, it's a real dynamic mix, so you get the sense that there's one composition happening, but when you activate this, it opens up a tiny little window into, in, into that you know, level of the track.
1: Let me ask yeah. you guys this. Does that act as its own sort of hint system?
2: I don't think so, but it, I don't, it just uh it, it kind of fleshes out the what you're hearing, you know like it it makes a connection between the music that's happening in the background and what you're doing.
0: It builds okay. into the experience and it's kind of evidence of how much they you know they they thought about the experience and and when they okay. when, you know, most of it's ambient noise and kind of very chill, but there are times where it breaks into something that I would consider a more traditional soundtrack piece and almost always that 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 complements the uh, that, that complements what's happening um and, and portal know, goes 8 bit <laughs> but, <laughs> really traditional <laughs> but 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 um what I, what i would what i would say is um you know without without spoiling much of anything there are several points during during, during the narrative Where you're expecting something to happen, but then, you know, immediately something happens to either subvert that or divert you. And there are almost always really, really good musical cues that tell you that, you know, things change on a dime. Like you're heading one direction and boom, you have to go the next because uh, shit just got real (laughs) without spoiling much of anything. Um,
1: Well, I think think of one section that I did get to play where you fall through the floor when you weren't expecting to. (laughs) And it's, it's set up very well between between the, the characters that you're with and what you're expecting to happen and all this different stuff that yeah. um, it really did make me jump.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. we've talked about the single player, I, I think, almost as much as I'm as, as I'm comfortable doing. I want you, I want your guys' thoughts on the on the co-op, because I think I said a little bit about it last time. But, um, you, you know, you, you guys played it in this in the same room this past time. So, I mean, give me some of your thoughts.
1: We did play it in the same room, but we—it was me playing single player. So,
0: oh, okay. So you didn't do. So you didn't do the so, coop. So Ben will have to. Yeah,
1: Ben will have to um, provide the perspective. Yes.
2: Co-op's fine, but uh,
1: <laughs> wow, that is <laughs> the, the most jaded answer of the century.
2: But the single player is <laughs> better.
0: I was very pleased with, with 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 the extra level of complexity that the that, that the extra set of portals brought. And having two sets yeah. of eyes, I, I felt like they really handled that well. There's was, there was a lot of potential um, for that to be too difficult. And in fact, I think they did themselves a disservice by putting out some of the videos of the co-op that they did because they're showing these really intricate answers uh, or solutions to the puzzles, you know, just flying through things and the timing. And eventually it does get to get to be like that. Um, but I was discouraged about that. And I was actually kind of, I was, I was actually really, uh, pleased when I walked into it to find that it was, you know, it was, it was paced in such a way that they, that they really kind of, uh, held your hand or, you know, let you put a couple toes in before you, you know, dove, dove face first into batshit town.
2: I guess, I guess what I did not like about the co-op was I felt like the story arc was not as well thought out as the single player. And I so know, like, okay. So like I feel like when you're playing the single player, it's like drinking a fine wine, and then you play the co-op, and the co-op's good. Like the puzzles are good, but as far as the story goes, it's, I mean, it's it's there, and like I, you know, you get it, but like there's not much, there's not there's not nearly as much depth to it as there was right. in the single player.
0: So although they didn't have to put any kind of narrative in the co-op at all, and the fact that they did, um, you know. You know, just you—you you can make the argument that maybe they shouldn't have bothered with it, but it felt—it felt like it was a nice touch because those because those bots are are kind of they, they do figure somewhat prominently into Glados's overall designs.
1: All right, uh, I was just going to say it's interesting to have on one per, on one of the one perspective is you know they didn't they didn't have to put anything in, but they did, so that makes it enough. And then the other perspective of of yeah, but you know, back to what I kind of joked about—if you're going to half-ass it, why bother?
0: No, that's true. But how about that animation, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um uh, uh I I haven't beaten the the the, the, the co-op mode. Uh Ben, what, what did you think of the interface elements that, that they put in? Um did they help you so much uh um when you were playing couch co op on it, or was that something that um, kind of was more useful if you were um, you know, like me and playing? I-
2: yeah. <laughs> if I had access to playing online, what would it be like? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
2: I didn't experience what it was like to try and tell people what to do. I imagine it's a sort of game where you probably need a microphone to try and talk things out with one another. Um, yeah, because it's with the person sitting right next to you. You can just say, oh, I think it's this, is and this. <laughs> try and do this. And then it's a lot easier. Okay. Um, the one feature that they added, which was imperative for co-op was like the idea of being able to point to any given spot on the map and pinging it, I think is what they called Yeah. Call it like a pinger or something. Um, that was a very, very nice touch and a very needed touch if you wanted to try and play co-op. So, mm-hmm. um, so that was nice. The gestures were, Fine.
0: Can, can can I give you a bit of an anecdote about that? It was it was kind of a leading question because I don't know if I talked about this. In fact, I couldn't have talked about it cuz it was after the last time we recorded. Um mm-hmm. when, I think it was my second my second uh time that I played at co-op with somebody. His second te- uh, set of test chambers. Um I was playing with somebody who didn't speak a lot of English. Um he was from Eastern Europe. <laughs> um and in fact, you know, for the first part of it we were, you know, mostly doing You know text on it and i asked him hey do you have a headset because it'd be a lot easier said no my english is really limited um but i said you know put put it on but the the tools that they gave with the pinging and also um over the internet it was it was actually really useful to have the countdown tool as well and also the uh, the ability to press a button and see what the see what the other person sees um all of that kind of made it work even though we didn't really share a common vocabulary and the only way I can think to put it is the the interface is so amazing that it crosses the language barrier. <laughs> that was really nice. He was really patient with me because I'm kind of a dipshit. In fact, I've made at least two people. <laughs> I've, I've made at least two people rage quit. Um, I don't know. If that speaks, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that may. I don't know if that speaks to my idiocy or, or you know, speaks to the fact that very few people have patience for my idi- idiocy. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, I I, I mm. think that I think that's neat. I I, just, I I i love it. It's 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 just a darling darling game. I didn't realize who JK Simmons was. Oh
2: it's, oh, when I sent you the text, or...
0: um, you, you you sent it to me, and that was part of it. But then I think somebody else wrote like J.K. Simmons was perfect for that. I was like, okay, so let's let me go see who who this J.K. Simmons fella is. Um, if you if you have seen any of the trailers that they that they put out, like you know, just describing the aperture technology, the kind of like yeah, this is the this is the, you know, this, the aerial faith plates because science because yeah. science ain't cheap, you know, like like that voice. I looked up, I didn't realize he was J Jonah Jameson. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like, the, he's that, he's that, uh, that voice actor, um, not that voice actor, but that character actor who you, you know, from everything, like you can recognize his face the second that you see him. You know, he was in, yeah. uh, he he was in, you know, Burn After Reading and he was in, you know, uh, Juno, all those good things. I just, I was just kind of like, oh my gosh. I went into it blind. I went into the game blind. I didn't know, A, that Stephen Merchant was going to be voicing Wheatley. Um, like the, the one trailer that I saw that had Wheatley in it, they just had some dude, uh, from around the office, uh, doing the voice. And they joked, yeah, we're going to have some guy from the office do it. What they meant to say was, we're going to have some guy from the office (laughs) do it. Um, and that was, that was amazing, but I had no idea who would be voicing Cape Johnson. So that, that, that worked out well. I mean, I don't think that we need to reiterate, um, very much how, how stellar the writing and the voice acting in the game was.
1: Let me ask yep. you guys this uh, kind of an interesting question because you, you both have commented on how fast you guys kind of got through it and how you didn't really get stuck too much. And would you both agree that this was this was not as hard as the the first game? I don't know. I'd say the first one. the the
2: last couple of puzzles took me a little bit longer than the one and this one did.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But, okay. Okay. But they're they're still pretty comparable.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that, you know, in the first one, the a lot of the difficulty came from the fact of, you know, came from the fact of how novel the portal thing, you, you know, was and uh-huh. k- kind of just figuring out what you could do with it, you know, especially vis a be the momentum issue, um, you know, that that was the stuff that kind of gave me fits in the first game. Um, but you know the fact of the matter is, you get through all of that, like that remedial learning. You know what you learned in the in the uh, in the first game. It reviews all that pretty much within the first half hour, maybe the first hour, uh, if, if if we're being generous. Um, and after that, it, it it introduces a lot of you know new mechanics. And I wouldn't say that any of the that any of the new mechanics were as hard to wrap your head around as the uh, the first and you know, just as, as portals in general, like none of those, okay. none of those were as, you know, unintuitive or novel as, as the, as the portal itself was. I think most of the challenge around those was figuring out how they acted with portals. So like figuring uh, out that okay. you could, you know, put a light bridge up to block bullets, you know, stuff like that, that, you know, that, that, that was where a lot of the challenge was.
1: Okay. So my, my, my overall question then is, do you feel like valve has outcreated themselves? <laughs> Specifically with the added dimension of, of uh, having four portals going on at once, mm-hmm. do you feel like they've, they've kind of gotten to a point where the mechanic is is a lot deeper than even they can mine it for? Everyone just kind of sits around pensively. So maybe I, I, I should <laughs> ask it like this. Maybe I should ask it like this. If they put out a level creation system and you kind of crowdsourced some interesting crap, how do you think that, that this is this portal mechanic is nowhere near tapped out? You just haven't found people creative enough for
0: it? i don 't know i can 't think of how discouraging it would be to uh, to 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 make to you know to go through you know the, the, these puzzles are very painstakingly designed mm-hmm. right i can 't think of how discouraging it would be to you know put all that time into it and think this is like a really novel thing that we did and then you know watch somebody play it and like you know like within twenty four hours you have you, you you have video of somebody speedrunning that chamber with only one uh-huh. portal or in some cases like there there have been there have been instances where people put up YouTube videos of 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 themselves solving- sol- solving some of the puzzles without portals at all, <laughs> which is funny yeah um
2: one thing that should be noted though is that they're not designing the puzzles to be as hard as possible, they're like they're doing the opposite where they need to find a happy medium uh, where yeah. it's it's easy enough that a person can solve it within a reasonable amount of time, but it's. Difficult enough that you feel successful when you do solve it.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. I, mean, it, I, think, I think that it would have been, you know, ultimately easier uh, for them to make the puzzle as hard as possible from the outset. But they've managed, you know, Happy Medium is really good. They've struck a balance to the point where it makes you feel stupid for about five minutes and then it makes you feel like the smartest man in the world. Um, <laughs> yeah, for <Yeah, laughs> <yeah>, sure. <laughs> so (laughs) for for some of us
1: is it's significantly longer than five minutes
0: (laughs) i I almost feel like anything negative i could say about it would be a quibble um (laughs) just given man i smiled so much throughout that game and if i'm going to say positive things about deadly premonition because of how much it made me smile um i sure as hell am going (laughs) (laughs) to use that as my criteria for portal 2
1: so ben I, i like what you said though about how um You know, there's, you know, they haven't, they haven't, it's not that they can't come up with more creative ways to do it or, or harder scenarios. It's the simple fact that they want everyone to enjoy this game and don't want, don't want people to, you know, don't want it only to be accessible to the hardest of hardcore.
0: Keep in mind that the DLC will have a challenge mode. Ooh! So solve this portal with, you know, X number of portals and, you know, less than this number of steps. (sighs) So do you have any final thoughts on portal Two, Ben?
2: Um, it's very it's very good. It'll <laughs> you should play it, or at least rent it. Yeah. Whoever you are.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll, yeah. It'll, it'll cure what ails you. Dennis, you should play this so we can do a spoiler cast.
1: I, I'd be down. I just need to get my hands on it and <laughs> hopefully get E S N back up.
0: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um so Ben, did you have any other games that you played?
2: Um, I don't believe so. I cannot play Modern Warfare. <laughs> and I, I really haven't been on top of my game. I guess oh, on top <laughs> of
0: your game or on top of your gaming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: I, Although I, I will say I did watch my roommate play and beat Portal as well. Okay. Portal two. So I got you. Hmm.
0: Was that frustrating nice. watching watching him? Like no, okay.
2: not at all, not at all. Um, no, I don't. Well, I mean, I get a lot of practice like by tutoring and teaching people math. Okay, where. <laughs> I'm I'm very used to watching people figure things out. So <laughs> I, it was not it was not hard for me to stay quiet, but it it was very enjoyable to watch someone else experience it.
1: So it was oh, cool. Nice. I could I could tell that uh you could tell that you were biting your tongue in a couple of different places. <laughs> yeah. So I, well, I appreciate the uh, the space to learn.
2: But no no, it's good too because yeah, like the two times I've done that, once with you and once with uh Tyler, you've found things that I hadn't seen before and it would be like, "Oh, I would have never found that." So <laughs> like I'm, huh. I'm glad I didn't say anything. Dennis found uh there's a secret area in one of the like one of the first puzzles and he yeah. found it and I did not I had ran past it both times I played it.
0: So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. well do you mind if I move on to what I've been playing? Sure. Not in, at all. Getting, you know, keeping keeping brevity in mind. Uh, my most recent conquest was uh Limbo. Um oh, I beat I beat, I beat uh, that. Nice. Um I bought it a couple of weeks ago, um, right around the time that Portal 2 came out. It was put up on sale on Microsoft, so I decided to to snag it. It was like half price or something. Um and I got it. And yeah, that is a that that is a um that's an experience. That's a beautiful game. Um Yeah, uh, that's, you know, in case you don't know, Limbo was, uh, was kind of an independent ish Xbox Live arcade game that was put out. It's the one that's all black and white, kind of a horror game slash side scrolling puzzle platformer where you're a little boy who's lost in the woods and you have to run around. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's very scary. To a certain extent. And not like in a ooh boo, you know, like yes, they're you <laughs> know for the, the first level, uh, you know, the boss is like a giant spider who harasses you throughout the entire level. But, you know, more so than many other games, there's this pervasive sense of sadness and hopelessness. And you really start to feel, you know, for the little boy who's lost in the woods where everything is trying to kill him. And that's kind of underscored by how Horrific! Some of the deaths are. <laughs> it's it's a yeah. shockingly gory game for the fact that the main character is a little boy. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and that's kind of like 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 outlined by the fact that you know he's he, he's presented entirely in silhouette. But, but, uh, his, his eyes are like little white points. And when he, and when he dies, they, you know, they close and just like, you know, falls over and it gets to the point where like, it's not so, you know, like it's disturbing when he's cut in half by a bus saw and intestines go flying, but it's also disturbing. Like when a crate hits him on the head and like, he like folds over like a sack of batteries and his eyes, you know, darken. It's like, Oh no. God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I don't want to talk a little bit. You know, like too much about the narrative arc of it. But um, safe to say, the ending is uh, sufficiently a downer um, given the implications. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's pretty pretty obvious what the premise of the game is, given the fact that it's you know named after the atrium of hell. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know. But uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, I think it's back up to fifteen dollars now. Um, so. I'd still say it's worth it. Although it is short, it took me, you know, two, two sittings to beat it, which means that it would take somebody, you know, who had a, an attention span like Ben, uh, probably, you know, like half a sitting, <laughs> like, like Ben probably wouldn't have to use the restroom. Whereas I'm, you know, check, checking, my, checking my email and stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, 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 that was, that was really good. I was, I was very, very positive of that. It's been kind of like an indie game week for me. Um, you know, because I, I also played um, Sword and Sorcery, which, not sorcery, Sworcery, so S-W-R, yeah, um, that is, um, again, another independent game, this time for iOS. Uh, made kind of a big splash a couple weeks ago uh, when it came out on iPad, and um, everybody was tweeting lines from it because the game, actually, every line of dialogue in the game is uh, it's, it's under 140 characters, so you can tweet it. <laughs> um, and it's like a neat little social thing because you you know you can use either either as a way to share a funny line which i've done or to kind of broadcast at what point you're at in the game which you know could be annoying if everybody was doing it but um now that the the tide has kind of died down um i'm playing it on an iphone i don't feel that the uh, that the experience is diminished at all by the fact that i'm not playing it on a big screen i'd like to play it on an ipad mm-hmm. but damn is that music good although it's bugging me I bought the uh, I bought the original or uh, the, the 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 original soundtrack for it. Uh, where the guy well like the guy who composed it took all the loops that you know come in when you're doing different things in the game and put it together into this is like a song as opposed to the exploration of the sonic space as you accomplish things in the game and the opening theme song um has a line like a, like a little like guitar line that is exactly the same as a Shearwater song so i'm gonna'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna put i'm gonna put that in and post and and you're you're going to hear the similarity between it it just it just bugged me so here's here here's the, uh, the the Water song, and then and then here's the here's the the sword and sorcery uh, song, uh, the spe- specifically the parts that compare, and you'll notice that it's kind of the same little arpeggio. But in general, it's really good. The 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 writing is really quirky. Um, it's a point and click adventure game. I, I should probably uh, um, uh, point that out. That uh, you're walking around and kind of stereotypical. You're on a quest to you know assemble the Trigon. You know, going around and solving the problems of the world. But it's really eccentric. Uh, the the aesthetic is kind of this desaturated, like. 8-bit slash 16-bit presentation where things are kind of pixelated Um, and you have a you have a magic book that'll that'll show you the thoughts of everybody so that acts as kind of a way to flesh out the narrative but also to give you some hints and there's kind of this smoking man narrator who will you know help you out at different times Um, it does some stuff that's actually kind of experiential. Uh, which is to say, you know, there are chapter breaks after you accomplish discrete things, you know, um, it'll, you know, the, the Smoky Man Narrator it'll come in and, you know, kind of recap things to a certain extent and say a little bit about what's coming up next. But there are points where it'll say, you know, allot yourself 25 to 30 minutes to play this for the best experience, or it will say, um, wait a week before you play again, huh. <laughs> which is, hmm. you know, I, I don't think that a console game with a big with a big publisher would uh, would would condone having part of the game mechanic be don't play our game for a week.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting strategy. <laughs>
0: it's like
1: <laughs> they will forfeit. Ah, oh, interesting strategy. Let's see Ooh. how it works out for them.
0: Yeah. But it's neat. The, the the soundtrack is amazing. It's it's really really good.
1: It's so interesting to hear that the the soundtrack of games taking center stage. Maybe that's just our particular quirks, but it really does seem especially with this whole dynamic setup. The, it's it's a very interesting step in music to have stuff react to what you're doing and to have control over it, and I know there are some games coming down the pipe like Child of Eden, mm-hmm. um that take the concept even further, and I'm I'm very excited to see them.
0: You're not the first person to 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 notice that that the you know, the fact that the soundtrack and the and the audio experience is becoming a little bit more um um prominent. But uh, especially in indie games, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing, you know, the, the, the sound design, it almost feels like this is a point that they made on, I think, Rebel FM. It's, it's almost to the point where, you know, making a kick-ass soundtrack costs less money but requires more talent. And mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that is something that an indie developer can do to, you know, distinguish themselves. Um, and I think that it works to a, to a startling degree. In looking at games like uh, Amnesia, the sound design in that is fantastic. Limbo, um, there, there, there's hardly a note of music in the game, but it's such a, but it's such an oppressive kind of soundscape, whether it's, you know, in the, uh, in the, in the forest with the wind rustling through the leaves or, um, you know, in, in a hellish factory where you're hearing gears knock up against each other. Um, and then back to the ur example, at least as of recently, which is machinarium, which, uh, mm-hmm. that's just a, that's a, man, that's a damn fine soundtrack. Yes, it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I almost—I mean—I feel like if if the mainstream grabs a hold of this idea of interactivity in music and and just uh, what video games have figured out, I don't know how well they'll be able to transfer it, but I almost feel feel like that'll be a step change in uh, in how we view music. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, that's 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 Sword and Sorcery. Uh, you know, I'd really recommend it to anybody who has an iOS device and five bucks to you know five bucks to spend um and then what else have i done i got back into team fortress too a little bit um to (laughs) kind of see what some of the changes were not an awful lot to say about that it's just it's easy to forget how amazing that game is and how well balanced it is i'm really bad at shooters so that's good for me because i can play a class that you know doesn't require a lot of shooting like a medic (laughs) or you know the engineer where you're not so much shooting people directly but you know either facilitating somebody else or you know, kind of managing the environment by putting up, you know, sentry guns and teleporters and stuff like that. So there's a role for everybody. And, you know, if you can find a good server, which I, which I did, um, you know, the, 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 experience is just amazing. Um, yeah. That, that's more my type of shooter, you know, not to say like, Oh, teamwork is better than all, but just, it's, it's, yeah. it's such a, such a well thought out, um, such a well thought out thing that, and they, they really incentivize uh, progression. Which is to say that, you know, there are random drops of items for each of your, you know, for, for, for each class, but, um, unlocking a specific number of achievements with each class will get you better weapons, which is kind of like the call of duty approach to, I'm going to level up, level up, level up prestige, but this is, you know, accomplishing specific goals. So for like, for the medic, you get a better, like, I I I think that you get a better healing gun, like, like when, once you like, uh, Uber charge, which is what they call, um. You know, making somebody invulnerable. You know, once you recharge mm-hmm. them, you know, a certain amount of times or a certain amount of times within within one round, that's an achievement. And if you do that enough, it gives you you know a behavior to work towards, and that behavior directly benefits the team. So,
1: see, I I, I agree with you in principle, but every time <coughs> I've seen something like that in in a team or class based game, it's led to like groups of people on a on a server just going off into some random corner of the map and leveling each other. Um, and not opposite teammates firing stuff, but that, that was randomly helping.
0: That was something that was actually a problem for a little while after they, after they added in the, the, the new items. Um, Mm -hmm. but, and, and then they fixed that by going entirely random drop and people felt like that didn't, um, properly compensate them for the amount of time that they were playing. Um, you know, which, which was like, okay, I, you know, I only ever play spy. So how does it benefit me to once a week get, you know, an item for soldier? You know, so they they, yeah. they they kind of compromise between those things by um, making it you know half of one, you know, another half dozen of the other. So instead of you know making it for like a raw, um, I forget what it was. It was like specific achievements awarded awarded you spe- specific things before. Now it's after a certain number of any kind of achievement you, you know, it's like, uh, okay. it's like, it's, it's milestones. So after 10, 20, 30, then you get an, an unlock. So it doesn't like say in order to get this gun, you have to rocket jump this many times. It says, you know, unlock this number of achievements. And, you know, there, there, there are very few achievements now that re- that reward kind of idiotic behavior. Um, whereas, okay. whereas before it was kind of like, uh, you know, the a PC game, you know, people were designing maps that were specifically meant to you know get those achievements which is kind of silly
1: yeah okay so, cool yeah cool. Um, that's and then, an interesting <laughs> interesting mechanic or a way to get around the problem yeah
0: and then um the other game i i i dipped back into half-life 2 a little bit um just because Ooh. you know i've pretty much converted my laptop into a steam machine now <laughs> and uh, it's been forever since i played that and i don't think that there's anything um in the world that could be said about half-life 2 that hasn't already been said um but it's amazing holds up still a good shooter even though some of it's a little bit antiquated at this point i know i just contradicted myself don't worry um <laughs> it's just as good as i remember it being so nice yeah and how else, far are you into it uh first game i am uh about halfway through the uh the roots canal mission um which yeah. is really the first the first point where you're let free with uh with enemies um and also the first kind of mm-hmm. the first time where you find out that oh those pesky little head craps and barnacles from the first game those are still out in force um <laughs> and it's yeah, good
1: because i was gonna say just so i can prove you wrong cole half-life 2 makes me want to eat boogers and go skateboarding what I'm pretty sure that's never pretty sure that's never been said about half-life Two oh, before. okay
0: okay i thought <laughs> i thought you were going to talk about our mutual acquaintance um and your roommate uh david how he has a visceral reaction to the headcrabs and that diminished from his uh from his uh enjoyment of half-life too oh, oh yeah that's reaction is. he just he just doesn't like the jump scares um in, involved in that just like how you'll be going along and then boom alien wing-wong to the face so
1: yeah yeah, yeah. that's what we're she calling did chop the screen <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so yeah. throw a grenade and elbow someone in the face ah!
2: Let's butter it up. All right. Let's hang it out.
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> So that was episode number one hundred and twelve of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, if you would like to listen to more, you can go to don'ttreeriddle Although I imagine that's how you got to this in the first place. Um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, from there, you can subscribe to the show in iTunes. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. That helps us out. We actually have an average rating, you guys. An average rating of five stars. Um, that's good.
1: Oh, all right. Got enough people right. rating it.
0: Yeah. So that that, uh, that that's good. Um, and you can also follow us on Twitter I have changed my Twitter name uh, to kind of separate myself from this property Um, I am now at Cole Ross that's Cole with a K Um, and then the, the, the podcast itself if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter it's DTR podcast um you know just so so there's so there's that um you know i wanted to you know assume a little bit of control of the brand identity uh but uh dennis you are
1: i'm at d furia and again you can uh direct message me with characters that you would like to see cole or ben play and i am
2: at Merkelizer fantastic.
0: You can also like us on the Facebooks, and you can also um, check out our donate page. I've been a little bit lax about putting up videos um, on the YouTube channel. Uh, for that, I apologize. Uh, it, it is quite a bit of work, um, but I will um, get more of those up. So you can you know, pick and choose and sample and taste and all that good stuff. So I think that's all of the housekeeping uh, matters. Hopefully you enjoy the show, and you will tune in again next week. Thank you so much. Uh, this has been Cole Ross.
1: Dennis
2: Furia and Ben Merkel
0: and of uh, Life Hands You Lemons Burn the House Down